0: Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammond's ministries, visit cotr.com open your Bibles if you would we're gonna be going to John chapter 5 in just a moment to a key scripture tonight of course is Halloween for those of you that may be adjoining us uh, uh, or maybe listening to this or watching it later uh, it is October the 31st and uh, it is uh, all Hallows Eve it's um uh, it's a night for ghouls and goblins and demons and uh, all kinds of other things that have been worshiped through the ages and um, even though some people aren't who are participating aren't worshiping uh, demons, nonetheless uh, it is still a night that is filled with this type of activity and this type of spirit. But uh, thankfully, uh, you know, you are here in church, and the word of God's going forward. We got a whole group of young, you know, uh, children upstairs and next door, all kinds of youth. I mean, they are having just fun around the word of God. And so tonight. However, uh, since it is uh, thematically appropriate, my message for tonight is entitled, Zombies and Gods. Okay, we're going straight to the Word of God with this, by the way. Okay? Do you know that, uh, okay, well, let me just uh, tell you that Hollywood and Bollywood, uh, they never quite get it right, okay? Okay? All of the scary Halloween movies put together, rolled up into one giant trillion dollar budget blockbuster, pales in comparison. It cannot match up with the realities that are coming to pass in the future, the imaginations of man. Uh, cannot compete with the truths of God right from the word of Almighty God. If you want the scary truth, all you have to do is read the 5,000-year-old script subtitled Zombies and Gods, written by the creator of the universe, starring you and your family and friends. Have you found John, the fifth chapter yet? Events yet to come. Zombies and gods. John, the fifth chapter, our key scripture tonight, begins in Matthew, excuse me, in John 5 in verse 28 and 29. Marble not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Stick with me now, okay? Because what we look forward to is the resurrection is not just a peachy day for everyone. The effect of the resurrection will be more powerful than anything the world has ever seen the effect of the resurrection, both the first resurrection and the second resurrection. These resurrections will be more powerful and more impacting on every life than anyone, I believe, has yet imagined or dared to portray from the pulpits. You see, we are taught from the Word of God that the first resurrection will only target a select group of immortal souls when you get born again your soul becomes immortal you become an immortal an immortal creation a new creation in christ jesus old things pass away all things become new the first resurrection Will only target a very select group of immortal souls. Specifically, those souls which have been born again by the power of the Holy Spirit at some point during their lifetime. They will immediately be transformed into immortal beings. Today, if you're born again, your soul is immortal, but your body is not. But during the first resurrection, those who have been born again, they will not only be immortal souls, but they will be transformed into immortal beings with immortal bodies. The Bible teaches very plainly. These immortal beings, gods if you will, will be called the children of God. You and I, Psalms 89 tells us this, it's important that we realize that the word of God encourages us To embrace the idea that we are the children of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but when we see Him in the resurrection coming in the clouds, we will be changed to be like Him. The dead in Christ shall rise, those select who have been born again, the dead in Christ shall rise and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up and in a moment in the twinkling of an eye we shall shed these mortal bodies and our immortal souls will take upon an immortal body and we will be the living eternal children of Almighty God the second resurrection will call every soul, both lost and saved, to the great judgment hall of the Creator, Jehovah Elohim. Those lost souls who have not been born again will also go through a resurrection. And then stepping through the resurrection as a lost person, as someone not born again, they will also become immortal beings. As a lost person stepping through the resurrection of the lost in the second resurrection. As people and souls are called from the depths of the sea and from every place in which a soul has found the the deposit of his body in the earth whether in flame or in dust or in burial at sea or or on the land or, or wherever it may be, a lost person stepping through the resurrection with the call of God to the great judgment seat will become zombies. Boy, does that shock you? The living dead. This is not a new doctrine. They will be judged and sentenced to their own prison from which they will never escape. Zombie hell, if you will, will be filled with demons and devils and death and torment. There will be great weeping and gnashing of teeth in this outer darkness to where these immortal dead will be cast and will live forever. Paul, explaining himself before the governor, said that Jews and Christians alike both believed the same thing concerning the resurrection. In Acts 24 and verse 15, he said, and we both have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow that there will be a resurrection of the dead both of the just and the unjust the unjust will become the living dead who will be cast into zombie prison now i'm well versed in what zombies are they are fictional characters that have died and their bodies reanimated And under the control of some evil force but for the sake of our purposes tonight these living dead I'm calling zombies I don't know what else could get closer to your imagination if you have ever seen zombies the ripping of flesh and the tearing and the insatiable hunger even to die but they can't. This is what the Bible describes over and over. This is why it is so important to be born again because every soul will step through the resurrection at some point and will become an immortal being either A child of God living forever in the light of Christ or the living dead in a zombie prison with demons and devils and darkness and great weeping and gnashing of teeth. (laughs) It is nothing to discount The just, those immortal souls who have believed in Christ as Messiah and have received him as their personal Lord and Savior. The Bible is plain in saying that the just will be resurrected to eternal life and live forever in this new heaven and new earth. Just as children of almighty God. Destined to inhabit and repopulate a new heaven and a new earth in which we will live in peace together with Jesus for all eternity. Luke chapter 20, verse 36. Neither can they die anymore. You see, those who go through the first resurrection, the born again Christian, the believer in Jesus Christ, along with those who get born again during the tribulation period, these... Will be resurrected, and neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels, Jesus said, and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. I'm not making this up. It's been written in this book for thousands of years, it's very plain and very simple that those who go through the first resurrection can never die again. The Bible says the second death has no power over them. What is the second death? The second death is stepping through the resurrection as a lost person only to enter into a living, eternal death as an immortal dead soul. A being that cannot live. The Apostle Paul made the resurrection of the just his highest goal. He said, Whoa, Philippians. Three, verse 11 if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead he said listen I'll do anything I will do anything okay those things I gained I counted but lost and I would count everything but lost I would count everything I have ever achieved as nothing but rubbish that I might win Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness but the righteousness which comes through him that I might attain unto the resurrection and to the fellowship of Christ He said, if by any means I might make it into the first resurrection so that the second death has no power over me. Wow. Have you ever imagined that those things which Hollywood and Bollywood try so hard to portray pales in comparison to the written word of Almighty God? Some people, even those in Athens, as the Apostle Paul was trying to witness to them, and even many today, when they hear things like this, when they hear a message like this, look, look, look what the people in Athens did as, as Paul was telling them about these things. In Acts 17, verse 32. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And others said, well, we want to hear more about this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's the best thing I had. Uh, how can I miss this? How how can I how can I get into the first resurrection and miss the second resurrection and miss the second death? How can I get that? And some of them just made fun of it and said, "Oh, that's all. Oh, that's silly." Some today are imagining that they are not going to be faced with an eternal judgment. Some are imagining that death is death and and, and that the grave is the grave and there is no tomorrow, no future. But I'm here to tell you that the living God is saying that every soul will pass through a power, will pass through a resurrection. And if we are born again, the resurrection will give us eternal life as children of the resurrection as children of God. But if we are lost, unjust, as the word said, passing through the resurrection on our way to a judgment call will only mean that we have been zombified and become the living dead. This is what compels us to press others we know to make their decision for Christ. This is what compels us to go on a mission trip tomorrow. Because sinners are born every day all over the world and they have but one life to hear. They have but one life to say yes to eternity. The real truth is that your eternity will be filled with zombies and God. Zombies and Gods. Eternity will be filled with zombies and Gods. Which one will you become? That's your only choice in this life. That's your greatest choice in this life. Let's read about it straight from the original script, okay? They should make a movie about this. Revelation chapter 21. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven having the key To the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal on him so that he could not deceive the nations, so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. Verse 4 And I saw thrones, and they that sat on them, and judgment was committed to them then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Verse 6, blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Verse 7, now when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea, and they went up on the breath of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who had deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are. And there they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Verse 11. And I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and I saw the dead small and great standing before God and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up their dead who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them and they were were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. This is the future. Now, if any of this scares you or makes you feel afraid, see me or one of our pastors... I can't lie to you. Every person will die and every person will be resurrected. Every person will die and every person will be resurrected. Some will be resurrected to eternal life and others will become the living dead. In a prison where God has cast hell and death and the demons, the devils, and Satan himself. This prison will burn and torment those who are locked in it forever and ever from which there will be no relief. I do not want one person to go God does not want one. God is not willing that any should perish. This is why he has placed his call upon us. We are saved and safe in Christ. Being saved and safe does not mean that we should sit and rest and do nothing. This is a coming reality. Will you become the living dead or will you become an immortal child of God? It is your choice and it is the choice of everyone we will talk to the rest of our lives. Those are the only two choices for eternity. Allow me to tell you once again what Jesus told Martha as he stood at the grave of her brother. John 11:25. 25, Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection. I am the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live we live in Christ the life that we live today as born-again Christians pales in comparison to what God has in store for us and we will pass through the resurrection I pray and I would count everything else but rubbish that I might attain to that first resurrection of the dead. How about you? It's not just a Halloween reality. It's not just a Hollywood phenomenon. It is the future. Let's tell others about their wonderful chance to become an immortal child of God.